Yeah, so what, what's new? What's the new word? Are you still single? Yep, Best still going? Still single. Yep, still single. Still good. Still good. <laughs> For, now. For now. I'm not worried. I'm still not I'm worried. Still, still cold out. It ain't warm yet. <laughs> So I got I'm I got I'm good. I'm still feeling confident. Um, the girls gonna start stressing different. I'm gonna hit you up like yo man. Yeah, that's what that's all I care about. That's all I care about. Like once once the once it gets a little warmer, you start dressing a little different. Then that's when the real temptation for you starts, my friend. <laughs> right now, everybody still got on a uh, big coats and sweaters and scarves <laughs> and boots. It ain't it ain't time yet. It ain't time. All right. Where should we start first? Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk about it. Grammys 2019. How how we feeling? I um, I will start by saying, I am pleasantly surprised. Alicia Keys did a way better job at hosting than I thought she was. Okay. Um. Yeah. She uh, she didn't try to be funny, which is a good thing. Like she didn't try to like go out there, tell, crack a bunch of jokes and be a comedian and like tell all of those awkward jokes that just make the whole room feel uncomfortable and cringeworthy. <laughs> she just came out there, honestly, like she came out there like a student of music, just like talking about music and it like fit her. You know, she has like that super yeah. chill personality, just like that laid back, positive vibes only kind of attitude. And it like fit because it was just, like a, it was like a different kind of just light energy to the Grammys where it was like, it just worked. Like it worked in a way that like I didn't I think most people was just kinda like didn't know how it was gonna go down. But it was cool. It was cool. I wasn't mad at it. And then she did like a little she did like a performance where she was playing like two pianos at the same time. And she was like paying tribute to I forgot the lady name, but it's like a lady in the past who did it. Um okay. but it was dope. It was dope. And she just kinda did like a like the segment was like um, songs I wish I wrote and she kind of just did songs like you know like popular songs over the past 10 20 years that she wish she wrote and it was dope um she did um boot up she did guys not guys playing um uh what's the song Kiki do you love me I can't think of the name of the song that she uh, did a couple uh, in my feelings yeah, yeah yeah and my feelings you know with her own spin yeah. And um she did a couple of um Lauren, a couple Lauren Hill joints. It was cool. It was like a good segment. I feel like she did a way better job than I feel like most people thought she was gonna do. So great in hers. She definitely gets an A for that because she did really good. Um and then like I feel like the the of course now I mean your your girl her, she shot her performance for yeah. She um she took home two, two Grammys, two. I think, yeah, she took on two and her performance was dope. Her, perf- her performance was really good. Um, she, she, so she's like definitely stepping into her own. So 2019 should be a big year for her coming off of this. Um, Cardi straight killed her performance. Like it was super dope. Like not that it was like any competition anymore, but Nicki Minaj is finished. She should probably go retire. <laughs> Have a baby with Pick her feet up. Oh, yeah, with old boy with with the tattoo on his neck and just call it a day. Cause like she's done. Like Cardi's running it. She's running. Her performance was no, nah, her performance was fire. I mean, she definitely to me had like as far as just pure entertainment, she had like the best performance of the night. And then okay. her just had like a solid, like a good performance. So she definitely killed that. Um definitely gotta talk about you know, it's very well documented that Drake is not a fan of the Grammys. He 
has pictures of drinking drinks out of the Grammys. She's talked about Grammys, how it don't mean nothing. Then he went on, um, which is very weird because he's usually never at the Grammys. So then like, you know, like he got, he won best rap song or best something song for God's plan. Yeah. Best rap song song for God's plan. He went out there, but it was like, you know, like they do it. So I feel like most people was just anticipating the, Drake couldn't be here tonight, but we'll accept it on his on his on his behalf. And yeah. then he just like he was like just backstage. And then he just so he was like, oh, it was like, oh, he did, which is weird. But it was like, all right, cool. So we're gonna get a a, a Drake speak speech at the Grammys. So what he gonna say? So you know, he started out thinking whatever, thanking his people, and then he went he went very um I saw somebody, somebody, I forgot who, but anyway, they put he went very, uh, how do you know? He he was himself. Like he didn't try to like suck up to the Grammys and you know thank the Academy and all this stuff. He basically told everybody that, yo, you already won. Like you know, having a Grammy don't mean, oh, you more of a winner. Like at the end of the day, yeah. everybody, you we got you know y'all all we all get to do music and people who work regular nine to fives trek it in the snow and the rain to spend their hard on money to come see you. So the fact that you have people that do that, you already won and you don't need a Grammy to do that. And he got right into his speech and CBS and Grammys was like, oh, nope, pull the plug. <laughs> flip, the, flip the switch. Cut my man right off. Like, it was like, <laughs> I could imagine being in that control room, the panic, sending that drink, sending Drake straight to commercial. Um, But I mean, you know, Speaking facts. And I mean, we was talking about it earlier. He's like a group of people. You know, he's like one of the, you know, a group of rappers who kind of have basically decided to boycott the the Grammys and and not give it as much power as like it once had, which is very interesting because like, you know, it kind of takes it away. And I mean, his speech got cut off, but I feel like had he got able to, been able to finish, it would have been one of those like speeches and clips that got played that would have been played years down yeah. the line and it like we really would have i mean i feel like most people already don't think the grammys is what the grammys used to be or it's like the flair of it and i really think hip-hop culture really changed that because i feel like as hip-hop kind of became like the new pop or like that the new rock and roll or whatever and like more hip-hop people started being like screw the grammys like we get to make music we already we selling out arenas we doing this why do we need an opinion of a group of people to say you get a Grammy, but the other four of you don't. And yeah. I feel like, so it's already, especially for hip, like the hip hop community, it's already kind of been like whitewashed or whatever, like not whitewashed. It's already been kind of downplayed. And, you know, so that's just, that just adds to it. But it was, it was, it was funny. They pulled the plug on him super fast. <laughs> he wasted I think, no time. I feel like, and I didn't watch this, I didn't watch the Grammys, but, cause I was at work, but um, I feel maybe, not that it wasn't genuine from Drake. I believe that, that he feels exactly how he feels. I'm not saying he's he's ingenuine, but I feel like that was uh for someone who never goes to the Grammys, you know, his class, that whole class he's in that we that we talk about is like one of the greatest classes of all time. Yeah. You know, the him, Big Sean, Wale, J. Cole, they don't ever go to the Grammys. Like none of them ever go. Like that whole class has introduced that whole idea of like after Grammys, like Yeah. Like, you know, that that they none of them care about it. Um, I, I feel that 
And it, it, it kind of, as the conspiracy theorist, he was just hanging out with J. Cole. I feel like someone like J. Cole, who didn't even enter his album for consideration for the Grammys, like he really don't care. He didn't even, you know, apply to be nominated. He completely left his album to the side. Like, I don't want nothing to do with it. Uh, Drake put his music in, knowing he would probably win. He knows he he's going to get a Grammy at least, at least for God's playing what you did. Um, I want to say him and J. Cole maybe spoke about it. And J. Cole was like, yo, go get that Grammy and say, say what needs to be said type of thing. You know, like they spoke about it as like friends. And, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it you know, straight up was like, like a go mission. Do that. Like it was definitely yeah, yeah, on yeah. purpose. It was definitely on yeah. purpose because it was like was he wasn't. Yeah, because it wasn't like he w- he wasn't presenting because it was like no reason for him to be backstage. So it was like he first of all, it's like he knew he was winning that. <laughs> Because there was no reason for him to be backstage. He didn't just present. He wasn't about to perform. Nothing. He like I don't think there was like any footage of him pre Grammys like being there. So it was just like, yeah, he was on a mission. Like I'm about to win. I'm gonna get this Grammy, and then I'm gonna just like show them why I never come to the Grammys and why they never gonna have me back at the Grammys. <laughs> pretty, <laughs> much. But, pretty much, which is great. I, I loved it. It was fantastic. No, yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah. Props so to Drake. I'm not a fan of Drake, but props to him for that. He gets major points for that. Yeah, for sure. He definitely got points for that. And then, of course, the Grammys was doing, they was doing okay. The Grammys was going okay. You know, it wasn't normally the Grammys are just straight trash. But this year was good. Alicia Keys did good. We got a little Drake sighting. He he did his thing. Cardi's performance was good. Her won a couple Grammys, so it was good. We were doing good. Like, it, it wasn't it wasn't bad. J-Rock got, won a Grammy. Um, So it was like, all right. Everything was going good. And then the Grammys had to go and Grammy. And then for album of the, what was it? Album of the year? Album of they, the year. They gave it to, I mean, what's, Casey, a, what's the girl? Casey Musgravis. Musgravis? Musgravis? Whatever. The fact that we don't know says it all. The album is Golden Hour. Okay. Still don't know. And I feel like when they said the name, it was a collective who? I feel like everybody sure. was just like, even in the crowd, if you heard it, it wasn't like a, like, and they went straight to her when she won and her face was like, like yeah, she was she expecting somebody else to win. Like, it's just like, what? It was, I feel like it was just like across America. As soon as she read that name, it was just like, who? I can, I, I lie to you not. And then the so, Grammys had to go in Grammy. I feel like they were doing so good. And then they had so, to go Grammy. All right. As far okay, for I have, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna circle back to that. But I do have a question because you might know better than me. But what is the difference between song of the year and record of the year? Is there a difference for like why do they? Why is there two different? Like Gambino won both for This Is America, which is a great song, great video. Like he won a few Grammys for that song. Mm-hmm. But what's the difference between song of the year and record of the year? Is there like I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't really get it. I don't really understand. I I don't. I've like had that question, and I just never googled it, just because I didn't care enough. But okay, I I like I did. I did one. I have wondered at points because I was like, "What's the difference between a song and a record?" I didn't know if it had to do with how you present. I don't know. I am not even gonna lie. I don't know. But that's a that's a Google question for both of us <laughs> to, right. to try um, to figure out. Yeah, best rap album. Best rap album. Cardi B got it, and I'm very happy for her. Love Cardi yeah. B. Um, I was she was one of my top two to three choices be, of winning it because for someone who has zero expectations for Cardi, I wasn't a fan of her before. Like the mixtapes, I wasn't really big on. Like I, I wasn't really a fan. 
So coming into her album, I had very minimal expectations. I'm like, it's going to be like kind of trash, like ghetto girl music. And I mean, she had her like ratchetness in it, but like it had a lot of substance with the ring and um, yeah. she had the, th- the three year phone track. Like it was just, it had a lot. She had a lot in it. And front to back, I loved the entire album. So as far as surprises versus expectations, like, you know, how it came out versus expectations, she definitely completely destroyed expectations. Yeah, um, not, I so mean, I wasn't mad about that. I wanted Twin to get it, Nipsey Hustle. I was really cheering for my guy. Yeah, I feel like real hip hop, real hip hop has always rooting for Nipsey because I mean his album, yeah. like yeah, um, Victory Lap was a fantastic album. Um, but I feel like best rap, what was it? Yeah, best rap album. I feel like that was like the one category where anybody could have won, and it would have been yeah. like it would have wouldn't have been like oh, this, it wouldn't have been like album of the year where i was like who yeah <laughs> it was like i feel like I mean, anybody the, only, the maybe the, maybe the only rap album was post malone in rap album category or was he only in album category the year category? i think he was album of the year okay i think he was album of the year i think yeah i think in i think the only one that yeah he was on i think i don't think he was in rap okay yeah because i know kendrick was in rap nipsey cardi like yeah the rap album category was great like all, all in all like they picked they picked a good solid group yeah, like um, you can make a case think, for any of those. Yeah, yeah, I think Nipsey's like once it comes to like the BET Awards, I feel like Nipsey's gonna win Best Rap Album there. Yeah, um, I mean, I just he, feel he like he yeah. won't get the Grammy. You know, yeah, the Grammys had no idea who he was. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they had no idea. <laughs> no. Um, so we can come back now to Album of the Year. Okay, and I listened after they announced it. I went and downloaded her album right away. Mm-hmm. And I heard the first maybe three or four songs. And the first thing that popped in my head after about two to three songs was Taylor Swift. Um, when Taylor Swift first came out, that whole country, extra country vibe Taylor Swift had when she was crushing every Grammys and she was winning every single award. So I got to yeah. the point where Kanye had to cut her off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> where enough enough was enough at some point. Enough was yeah. Um, she's, she's, she's their next chosen one. So she's going to be here, I think, for a while because it sounded very Taylor Swift country, not Taylor Swift pop, Taylor Swift country, like yeah. the, the original Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. That's what she sounded like to me. And I was like, OK, I see where we're, I see where we're going now, which made me even more upset. So they're trying to make the Grammys white again? Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that's where we're headed. Too much hip hop. <laughs> yeah, they got to hit the reset button. So they got, got the new country girl. And she's gonna be taking over the Grammys for the foreseeable future, I think. Yeah, uh, which is which is trash, but hence Grammys going Grammy. I feel like every year it's like something where it's just like very evident who it should be and who it shouldn't be, and they go with who it shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think we agreed because um, I was telling you about her H E R for a while, and you were. Very pro LMA, and I was. Very I mean, LMA got her. her. She got her Grammy too. LMA got oh, her yeah, Grammy for Boot Up. Yeah. So we 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 had spoken, and I said I think her is gonna get the old, uh, album, but I think LMA LMA is easily gonna get the song for Boot Up. Yeah. Boot Up yeah. was crazy. So we were right about that. Um, the best rap performance with King's Dead, Kendrick and J Rock, and everybody was great. Yeah. Best R and B performance was her. Hmm. I mean, everything else is like rock. I'm not. Pharrell got producer. I was happy. Yeah, he Pharrell. he got producer. Yeah. 
That was cool. I was That's what I'm saying. That, like, um, it was like uh, they were doing good. Like it wasn't nothing was like out so outside of the norm. It was like we were we were cool. We were rocking. But I don't even know who the best new artist was. Dua Dua Lipa. Dua Dua Lipa. Lipa. Dua Lipa. Who the heck is that? Um, I, you just gotta download some songs like you did with uh Casey Musgraves. Yeah, I'm gonna have or, to go check her out because yeah. my girl, my girl, my girl, her should have got that. But it's alright. Uh, it's alright. She's. I'm, um, I did like the fact that right before album of the year, Alicia Keys shot at Lauren Hill because 20 years ago she had won that award. Mm-hmm. I did like that. She was like, yeah, Lauren Hill, 20 years ago, won this award. Somebody who deserved it. <laughs> yeah. Right before we get to who would have deserved it, let's get somebody who doesn't deserve it. <laughs> you know? Just let's, shout out a real, let's shout out a real female artist before we yeah. give it to this bum. Yeah. Not that she's a bum. I don't know. I, I don't, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm she sure is. she's not a bum. I'm, no, I mean, I'm sure if she's in the category, she should be there, but she should not have won. That's all yeah. I'm saying. And I did like is, the fact that she went on stage and she said her winning doesn't make her album better than anybody else's. Like, I like that little speech she gave. She's, yeah. you know, like, it doesn't make my album better than anybody else's. You guys were all fantastic. We're all well, winners. Like, you know, she Drake said the same thing and he got cut off. So, yeah, they let her rock. Yeah, they let her rock. Get out of here. Drake Drake got, had another 30, 45 seconds left to go on his speech. They went right to commercial. Right to commercial. Um, when Gambino won, one of the awards and the, and the two people walked up, they cut them off too because they were yeah, talking, they, they, they started getting a little political. They mentioned 21 Savage. They were like, yep. oh, oh. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, CBS well, don't play that. Off. Yeah, C- CBS don't play that. CBS is, there's no no leeway. You I thought it was a power thing. outage. Oh, yeah, nah. It was like, somebody, they had somebody with their finger on the switch. <laughs> like, yeah. it was so like, funny because they, they were talking for a while and then I heard the music start to come in I'm like okay they gotta stop talking and then the music got louder then they said 21 Savage and the lights went out I was yep. dead that's that that's that he won't they won't be in the edited version promise you that <laughs> <laughs> promise you that um uh, yeah so great. I mean yeah Grammys was they was doing so good and then Grammys gone Grammy but yeah that was a overall it was cool um it's right, weird cool. that like um i mean i guess i not that like like i like i agree with the drakes and the j cole was like the award that those awards don't do anything like, you know they don't make you like i guess for an artist like the, like that girl casey who won album of the year mm-hmm. like i feel like sometimes they give those awards to those people to like give them exposure because like had cardi won she already won best rap album she had one album of the year as well like the world knows who Cardi is, whether you're white, Asian, like Cardi's out there, out there. Yeah. Whereas this girl isn't really out there, so maybe she they wanted to give her some more exposure to bring some mm. light to her, like, kind of like a like a you know pat on the back, like a hand me down, like a you know yeah. like a little I mean, handout. Yeah, like it means the Grammys. I mean, to certain people, like it means something, you know, to have that yeah. that title, like Grammy Award winning, whatever Grammy Award nominated, whatever. Like it means something to some people. Like I don't, I'm sure it's not like just completely diminished i'm just saying like especially being in the hip-hop community like where it's like they have kind of like kind of brain not brainwashes but kind of put it in our minds that like yo it's not grammy or bus like you 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 can still sell out arenas you can still have a great fan base you can still do like amazing things without ever having a grammy and it's just like cool we got it you know we you get the grammy it's cool you don't get the grammy guess what it's still cool 
Like nobody is taking away from J. Cole being one of the greatest and he doesn't have a Grammy to his name. It's like, I guess it's similar to like the the whole Oscar thing like we spoke about before, like where um, it took Leo how many movies to, to finally get one. Don't mean that every movie pre-Revenant was bad because that's just yeah. not true. Still a legend, still one of the greatest. So I feel like that's just kind of like the message they was preaching. But yeah, I mean, some people like in, enjoy that, that, you know, having that title, Grammy nominated, whatever, or Grammy award winning, which is cool, I guess. But it's like, I mean. I think that's why I'm like the minority community. Like, you know, we, we not that it matters as well, but I think we look more forward to like the BT awards, the hip hop awards, like those two award shows, like we care, like, cause then we'll actually like a little more fairness happens. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's not, I mean, first of all, it's just one genre. It's not a bunch yeah. of music genres that you're trying to fight for one award. It's one genre that we're all more passionate about and know, so like we know, we'll know every nominee we've had, we'll have listened to every song and it's not different genres. It's all the same genre. So it's easier to kind of like, you know, it's all opinion based, which is another thing Drake said. He was like, you know, they live in, it. They it's in an opinion based business. So it's like, one person's opinion doesn't mean that the other four people or the other five people that were nominated aren't good. He's, yeah. you know, he's making some strong points. I'm telling you, if he'd have finished that speech, it, it'll probably have been up there. They'd, we'd have been playing that in the hood for that'd a long been, time. Yeah. That'd have been the next State of the Union. Yeah, State of the Union, <laughs> hip hop State of the Union, right there. Um, yeah, but all yeah, in she, all, that, that, cool. that girl, yeah, she won Best Country Album and Album of the Year. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think, not... I think, anytime it comes to the Grammys or the Oscars, like those, quote unquote, like the white awards, um, country is gonna beat hip hop and R and B every single time. Um, just like, you know, those like The Shape of Water and Milk, yeah. those movies that we don't watch are gonna beat. They're gonna beat the Black Panthers and Training Days, and they're gonna beat those every single time. Like you know. Those more socially conscious, uh, or like slavery. Slavery movie is the only way that we win anything for Oscars. That's make true, true. And we so, don't now. Most times we don't even make the movie. We just end the movie. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. So, yeah, it's just what it is. It's just you know, if it's not one of those, if it's not a slave movie, it's one of those other far, you know, conservative kind of movies like that win every single time. Just like country wins every single time over hip hop. Yeah. It's always gonna happen. Which is why mm-hmm. we have the hip hop awards and the BT awards because <laughs> it's only we get anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean the whole concepts of awards is just like I mean, this is a whole other deep conversation that I don't even know if we wanna go down that road, but just like, like the whole concept of like giving up especially on that stage of like awards. Cause at that point it's like you've already made it. The like the fact like you're like it's, it's similar to what Drake said, like you've already made it, you've already so whether it's Academy, whether it's the Oscars or it's the Grammys, like whether whether your movies are in theaters or your song is on streaming, like you getting plays, you you know you making money, you living a great life, you can buy your mother a house, like you you've made it, you're good. So like the concept of an award, like we're gonna give you this award to say that you're better than your other peers, and it's just like it ain't like for them it ain't no comp. I mean it's it ain't no competition because it's like y'all already won. So I think like the whole concept of awards is just kind of like, it's just like outdated and they don't really do nothing because it's just like, I'd rather it just be like a, I'd rather instead of the Grammys giving out awards, it's just like a night of just everybody just straight, like the best performances. 
Yeah, it's yeah, a celebration yeah. of music and it's just like people performing where it's no awards. Because it's just like, how do you determine who won? Like based off of what? It's a, a few people in a room that you don't know who they are and they say this person won. And it's like, it don't mean nothing. Like make it, yeah, just like a, a celebration of music where you just have dope performances all night. I bet you the Grammys, like the viewership would go through the roof. Through yeah. the roof. Yeah, yeah. Like if you yeah, if you just like shut down the only all right. Is let, let, let's let's do let's let's do it this way, right? We we propose this to the Grammys, right? Beginning to end, you just have at least one to two, maybe even three people from each genre go perform. Have a couple of rock performances, country performances, everything, everything from here to there, yeah. right? Everybody get a couple. You know, uh, even if you want to go to that, like uh, if you want to like call somebody from like that from that genre like somebody who you trust like um like a jay-z a diddy you call one of those like one of those guys you know uh Mm -hmm. and you say hey who who would you want to perform that you get get, like a spokesperson from each genre you know like who would you who do you think should perform at the grammys and you get your lineups everybody get their all-star like all-star game and then at the end at the end you get like the viewer vote for like everybody text and tweet in for best performance of the night and just have the best performance award and that's it. Yeah. But yeah, that's my that thing. Away. It's like, it's an, you know what I'm just have yeah. fun. Yeah. It's just like a fun thing. Or it's just like, it, yeah. The, the concept of like giving out an award based off of what? Like, I don't, I don't know. Cause if, if that like, yeah, it's, 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 I don't know. It's flawed, but Hey, we're just two lowly fellows here. <laughs> watching, just talking about, stuff that i'm sure other people talk about so grammys if you're listening which i know you are because <laughs> who wouldn't be listening to two friends talking podcasts like, exactly they hear so, us so yeah they hear us so yeah like pay attention get to it <laughs> 2020 no awards only performances um yeah cool great way to start it out i heard travis scott had a good performance it was cool i mean is, he well, started it was out, more like a like a riot. It was yeah, it was definitely a riot. He was like <laughs> his cages and people climbing the cages, and he climbed over the cage. And then like uh, crowd surfed, and you know it was very Travis Scott. He's a man. <laughs> He's probably one of like the he he might be one of the best live performance like performers. Like Kendrick's definitely one of those two. Kendrick always has like every year one award show he'll pick and he has an amazing yeah. performance like he yeah. goes crazy yeah i mean so yeah Kendrick, travis Kendrick scott is straight energy just yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. what it is he just if you don't get amped like looking at the man like watching him there's just there might be something wrong you might just be like dead on the inside or something because he gets <laughs> he's just pure energy like it's just i don't know how you keep that up for a whole performance but he can do it for a whole concert everything oh my guy Chris Brown, that's my oh. man. That's oh, my yeah. dude. And my man is on the same type of time I am, except an all smoke for 2019. <laughs> this is my guy, yo. yo. My man plays zero games, and I'm here for it. Let's go. So he posts a meme about 21 Savage. Because 21 Savage, as we all know, got arrested by ICE and being detained and Apparently now he had a gun on him, so he's done. He's not coming back for, if ever, a very long time. Mm-hmm. 
So Chris Brown posts a meme about it. And then Offset wants to jump in and say, like, call him a lame for posting the meme. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Chris Brown wasn't having any of that. So Chris Brown comments, curses him out, goes off on him, and then it goes into the DMs. Offset hits Chris Brown up, saying, where you at? Chris Brown says, I'm in L.A. I'll be home at four. Like I said before, I'm with all of that. So you can run my fade today. No cap. Offset asks for his address. And Chris Brown goes, you know, like, hey, my address is no secret. Google me. Like, my address is on Google Maps. You'll find me. I'll be home at 4. So then and then he actually Offset, put his address out, just in case. Yeah. Just in case. So <laughs> Offset starts to, like, back out of it. Like, oh, like, this is the police. I'm like, this is that police stuff. I'm not doing this. Chris Brown, like, no, nigga. Like, nah, you asked for my address. Like, you're going to come. Like, I'm good. Like, let's go. So Offset keeps like dodging it at this point, and Chris Brown finally sends his address. Like, this is my address. I will be home at four. Please pull up. I pray that you come. And then Offset just keeps like, at that point, Offset's just like, yo, like, nah, this is that cop stuff. I'm like, we're not doing this on here. And I was very happy about it because you don't hit somebody up and try to test them and be like, yo, what's your address? I'm coming. Like, I'm coming to see you. And then when they give you their address, you then like, nah, that's not what we're doing. Like, yeah, he. I, I, I'm 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 with this. Like, Offset a little scared. I think I don't think Offset went those hands. It was very entertaining, and then Chris Brown followed up with a bunch of memes yeah. of uh, of Offset, which. But I think it. I think the whole. Well, from what I, I read, something that like the whole thing stemmed from. It wasn't even about the Twenty One Savage. It all stemmed from way back when Cardi was. Um, like when she had announced that she was single, because she did an interview like during Super Bowl weekend saying that like she when she was single, when she announced that she was single, like it was a bunch of celebrities that was hitting her up in her DMs. And I think I read something that said that Chris Brown was one of them. That was like hitting her up in the DMs, like trying to see what's up. Yeah. And I guess Offset caught wind of it. So now he got a problem with Chris. And then now when Chris did that, which is why he called him a lame for that. So I don't even think it was just about the 21 like the 21 meme because it was a bunch of people posting memes like Offset would have had to like fight everybody if that was it about I think it was about it stemmed from that and then now you know he he trying to you know that was just like that was just like a, a open window into like alright cool now I could address him yeah. but yeah he he wasn't ready because Chris Brown he straight up put his address <laughs> on there and then posted that he put his address on there yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be on my four. What you want to do? Um, even, um, even like uh, Jess Hilarious, who I love, she's hilarious. But yeah. she even, like, she was like, please don't give him our address, babe. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She comes <laughs> <in>. <laughs> yeah, she's funny. She, yeah, she's mad funny. Um, so yeah, I mean, Offset clearly didn't. He thought it was just gonna. I don't know what he thought was gonna happen. I, I guess he didn't think Chris Brown was was with it, but. Clearly, Chris Brown is with it and is ready, down for whatever. <clears throat> so I think at this point, it's it's dead. It's over. Like nobody's gonna nobody's gonna fight. Somebody said Chris Brown is one backflip away from being a Power Ranger, so they should back up. <laughs> yeah, no, like he he doing backflips and landing in the same exact spot. You know, he's flipping all over the place. Like Offset, he better moving a little slow. I don't think he want it. I don't think he want it. There was this one meme, I forgot who. I think Rod the Rob Lane's edits that you follow that dude on Instagram? Rob Lane edits. Nah. He did like he was like 
he was like the battle was just gonna be. And then he had Chris Brown like dancing versus Offset when he was younger, when he used to do like the pop block. And he was like, that's just uh, what the battle was gonna be. <laughs> I was <just> like, yo. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, it was mad funny. Um, but yeah, for me, sorry for me, that's a Chris Brown one offset zero. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he didn't. He he was he made it very very easy for Offset to show up and like talk face to face or square up, and he didn't. So all that for nothing. All that talk for nothing. <laughs> we gotta talk about your boy, your boy Liam Neeson, your boy Taken. All right. I'm ready for this because I'm here for it. I'm I I understand him. I'm not mad. I'm really not. Okay. Well, let's, well, he, we'll go ahead and give a backstory. Uh, cool. So yeah, he went on a uh, I think it was a British radio station, um, and talked about how he had a friend who was raped by a black man, and he was enraged and angry, and that. He thought that the best solution for that, to cure that, his anger would be to go out with like a club of some sort or something. And he was looking for just a black man, not the black man who raped his friend. He was looking for any black man to like start with him so that he could kill said black man. And I was just like, I feel like, first of all, I don't know what, like, I didn't listen to like the whole story, but I feel like there's no way that even with context that he should have said that story. Like he should have took that one to the grave. He should have just not have brought that one up. Cause it's like, cool. I get it. Friend of yours, close friends of yours gets raped, gets raped by a black man. Cool. I, I, I would feel like a normal person would want to find that black man or that person, period. Not anybody. It, it yeah. goes with any, any, any race. It's not just black or white. It's just like, cool. If somebody rapes my, somebody close to me, I want to find that person. I don't want to find that whole race of person. And then, and then now anybody who looks like that person is now I want to kill them because that's just like, I feel like that's just like racism one-on-one. Like, you know what? I'm just going to group every, all y'all into one category. And if any of y'all mess with me, y'all going to die tonight. And I'm pretty sure that would not have ended well for Liam Neeson. We would not have any of the takens or any of the nonstops or any of the other movies. That's all the same movie that he make. <laughs> it's um of somebody being kidnapped and he's saving them or he's on a train or he's on an airplane and he has to save the day. We wouldn't have any of those because he'd be in jail right now or he'd be beat up or dead trying to kill every black man. So, yeah, I don't know how you I mean, I don't I just feel like that story. And then, of course, and then he says, like, you know, he he was angry and then he like he decided that, you know what? I'm feeling very racist right now. I think I want to power walk and I'm going to power walk my racism out. So he used to take just two hour power walk. And then over time, over the two hours, his racism decreased. Like he had a racism meter. It was started at full. And then as he did his two hour power walk, his racism, racism meter went down to empty. So shout out to the power walk that saved his life because I'm pretty sure if he would have went out trying to just kill black men, it would not have gone well for him. So yeah, I don't I don't know how you defend that or how you understand that, but okay, so I'm here. let's 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 hear it. His I don't want to call it a racist meter. Like I would I guess it kind of is. It's also like a slash like a rage meter. Like he just saw red at some point, like when his friend was raped. Okay, mm-hmm. so now he was telling the story. Like I didn't see the whole thing either, but like I watched like somebody like explaining it more. Like somebody like on CNN or 
Fox, like a, a, like a, a reporter was like, and it was a black reporter. So they were defending him. And they were like, he was explaining um, a situation that like how he was ashamed of how he acted. Like he was like, listen, like, yo, like I, I was growing up and I guess he was taught certain things. Like, you know, if one person does it, like blame them all. Like, I guess he was raised a certain way. He was explaining how he was raised wrong and he was taught wrong. So he was, when, when that had happened, he was like, yo, I was ashamed. He's like, I'm so ashamed that I got so angry that I was willing to do something so stupid and go out looking for someone, like looking for trouble. So he was just like, he was talking now and the fact that he was ashamed of how he felt like that he was so ignorant back then. So he was explaining now how ignorant he used to be and how ashamed he is that he used to be that dumb. So like, he's not excusing the action. He's not excusing the action. He was, I guess like he was more like, you know, like, like how do people like stay like that is what he was trying to say. I think like, how do people stay like that for their whole life? Like he quickly within a week, he said, realized like, okay, this is just stupid. Like, what am I doing here? Like, this is like not the way to go about it, you know? So, yeah, I get that. But I feel like even if that was the case and I, maybe he's, I get it. He's trying to shed light on how he was able to change or whatever and come out of that way of thinking. But I feel like just some stories, especially in a climate that we end is like, it don't yeah, matter how, how much you, yeah, how much you try to like make it sound like, look, I had a moment of clarity and like, if I can realize like my racist ways and come out of it, so can you kind of thing. But it's like right now, it's just not the time. Like you could have kept that story to yourself or that's not a story you go on uh, or a national radio station or whatever, something that can be now misconstrued. I feel yeah. like you had those conversations like privately to like people. And then you explain it like that and it can come off better because, yeah, right now, ain't nobody trying to hear that, oh, you know, this is how I used to be, and then, but I'm not like that no more. It's like, wait, what? Because I feel like just that action, just the thought of like, cool. Like, if he'd have been like, I was looking for that man who happened to be black, I get it. Like, fine. Whether it's, it don't matter. If somebody close to me get raped, I don't care if they black, they white, they Chinese, they whatever. I'm trying, yeah, I'm I'm going for them. But to say, you know, I, I was looking for any black man to just come out and, and try to start something so that I could kill them. That's very, like, I feel like it's hard to, like, that's just like, I don't know. That's, that's crazy. No, like, yeah, I don't, I don't, crazy. I don't, yeah, that's, that's crazy. I would have just kept that one to myself or I would have, right. like, I'm, I, I get it. I'm like, cause like it also, is completely. I would have lied in the complete, story a little bit. Cause no one knows that story. Yeah, I would I would have altered that story. Yeah. Nobody else knows except you and the person that was right. So it's like, I'd have been like, you know what? I'd, I'd have changed that up a little bit, you know, because it's like, you got to know what time, what kind of times you're in right now. And they like yeah. completely like threw off the whole rollout for his movie, which I'm sure, I don't think it was going to do great numbers, but I'm sure it would have did better than what it did now because he had to cancel, he canceled a bunch of like, um, you know, like appearances, TV appearances. Like he was supposed to have a red carpet rollout that, that got canceled. Like, so, like, the movie came out and nobody was talking about the movie. Everybody was talking about just him and his comments, which naturally, before even before I even try to get clarity, it's like, oh, nah, even if I was thinking about going to see that movie, screw it. I ain't going to see it now. And now, yeah. like, it's going, it don't matter, like, whatever kind of movie he do now, that's, it's, that's always going to be a thing. Especially amongst, like, black people. It's going to be like, oh, nah, uh, he... Oh, that's the dude that was trying to kill everybody, and like, yeah, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna go over well. But what's the um? I did read something like Michelle Rodriguez from uh, Fast and Furious, who played Letty. Yeah, she was in the movie Widows with him, and she was like, he can't be racist because of the way he kissed Viola Davis, because in the movie that was his wife, 
who he uh, also okay. screwed over. So he also screwed over in the movie. So I mean, you know, <laughs> screwed over the black woman. <laughs> so, so I mean, you know, but she said he can't be racist because <laughs> the way he kissed her and the way he was like tonguing her down, it's no way that a racist man would be able to do that. And I was like, actually, it is a way you could do that. It's called acting. And it's your job to act. You, you can you can do that. It's it's called acting. It's a lot of it's a lot of gay people in Hollywood like, kiss women I and like, make it look very believable. Yeah, I, I might be true. inclined to like I'm more attracted to a certain type of like woman, right? But if you're gonna pay me a lot of money to kiss a different type of woman, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna kiss that other woman. Yeah, and I'm gonna make it look real because it's my I've been yeah. acting for thirty you years, I was, so I know how to make it look. Yeah. I mean, maybe think I was love married her. to that woman. Yeah, well, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So it's like I didn't. I don't really think that that was a valuable argument, uh, Michelle Rodriguez. But you know, she's def- trying to defend her co-star, which I get. And I mean, if from that perspective, if he was talking about a moment of just like you know, a moment of like he had clarity and realized, you know what, this is a dumb way to be thinking, and he changed, cool. But he should have kept that story. To, to himself and that could have just been a personal story that he tells himself or tell a small group of people <laughs> w- without a microphone yeah like it was just like i was like come on man like his 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 career is definitely going to be different going forward yeah since you know we're on that topic of you know sexual assault since you know and that's what happened to his friend um I, the pope came out and publicly admitted that catholic priests and bishops have also been sexually abusing nuns as they were been, they've been accused of, you know, with kids, little boys, that mm-hmm. whole, there was a movie about it, the whole documentary that came out. Apparently nuns are in that same, they're in the same range. They've been getting abused just as much. And I was just like, is it like, when does, like, it's so weird that like the, the Vatican, like they're so mm-hmm. powerful. They're so powerful. Like, they are literally like they're they're in a country, but they are they're their own city. Like it's the Vatican City, and yeah. you know no one no one can hold the Vatican accountable because they believe like only God can hold them accountable. So like like they're literally worldly for morally, I guess they're just worldly untouchable. Like nobody wants to touch them because they say only God can judge them. Like only God can punish them. Like they cannot be punished by outside forces. So they can't be arrested for rape. They can't be like, I don't understand how this, I don't, like, I don't understand how this happens. Like, there's no way if I kill somebody, there's no way a cop is going to come to me and I could be like, listen, only God could judge me. Uh, You can't arrest me. Like, if I do something wrong, like I will be held accountable. Unless, I guess, unless I move to the Vatican. Like, it's so crazy how they, like, they're like that untouchable. Like, that's got to be like, does it, has anyone like thought about how, like, how like dangerous that is? <laughs> like, to allow... <laughs> Like whether it's a certain religion or a certain just people, a certain city, like these, like they're like they're bred in that city to believe like they're untouchable pretty much. So like if they want to visit over here, like the States, they can do a crime and head back over and we find out that it happens and we call it, Hey, one of your bishops did something over here. And we're like, they're just going to be like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, In the Vatican, only God can judge us. So tough shit. Like, how like i don't know it's, it's mind-blowing to me like i don't even know if i'm angry about it it's like mind-blowing how untouchable the vatican is where like the pope can openly admit yeah. the pope is openly admitting now that we're sexually molesting nuns and we already know about the little boys but yeah but fyi nuns are getting abused too uh nobody's gonna get arrested there's no arrests like everybody's okay everybody's safe 
because they're bishops, they're pope, like he's the pope, they're bishops, they're cardinals, whatever, they're high-ranking officers in that religion, and they're in the Vatican, so they're just untouchable. Why? And that's the that's the that's what sucks about people who do like weird and crazy and effed up things in within religion because then it like it like it feels like they like kind of use that as like a, oh yeah but I'm a religious person so first of all it taints the whole people who aren't necessarily quote unquote religious or whatever it taints their whole perspective of just religion in general even more because it's like you got people nasty people molesting children and nuns and then it's like they feel untouchable and in certain instances then it makes people feel like well now nah, they're more corrupt than people who aren't religious which sucks but i don't i don't like i don't know that much about like like area of religion like as far as like you know the vatican and the pope and all that yeah. stuff but i mean there's been so many stories people you know molesting kids and you know altar boy boys and all of this other stuff and it's like yeah and it's like it's just kind of like it's almost crazy that like that's it's like it feels like that's part of their religion. It's just like some sort of sexual harassment and stuff going on, which is crazy. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's just like it it taints it taints like people's view of just religion in general, which is why, like how you I was like a week or two ago where you was like you know you're not really religious. You have like a spiritual side to you, and I feel like a lot of people tend to feel that way just because like they view religion as just like a like the business part of it or just like the, yeah. Yeah, it's like the like the more negative, the more like corrupt part of just like religion, and because there's so many different religions and stuff like that, and people, you know, some people honestly just use religion as a way to control and all that yeah. stuff. So I get it, but I mean, now nah, that's crazy. Now that like the Pope is just like, yeah, uh, some of our people have been molesting nuns for years now, and because and also because nuns go into it thinking that like you know what. Like one of their things is to never have sex, yeah, and like they're giving like, up sex. And so now it's like that's, yeah. Now that's not even like that's not even a safe space for them anymore, because like, yeah. It, I mean, it's no different than it's just like no different than anybody who's in power who uses their power to get sex out of people, knowing that they can't do anything because they like fear that position. It's crazy. Yeah, um, he's a, he's apparently he's yeah. apparently working to end it. But yeah, apparently they've been they've been uh, used as sex slave at times. Nuns, like they've, they've been used as sex slaves. The yeah, nuns? They've been used as sex slaves at certain points. Like he's openly saying all this, and it's just, uh, yeah, I just like I don't understand how like nobody just kicks in the door. Like all right, you're under arrest. You're under arrest. You're under arrest. Like they're just like nope, don't touch us. We'll we'll, we'll handle it. Don't worry, we'll take care of it. <laughs> wow, no, I mean that's craziness. I'm not like. If I wow. have, if okay. I get pulled, pulled over for speeding and somebody's in the car with me, I'm like, yo, it's all the cop. Like, don't worry, you'll take care of it. Like, you'll you'll slap me on the wrist. Like, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I'm gonna look on the window. Cops gonna be like, do you know how fast you're going? I'm gonna have the person next to and right next to me be like, I got this. Don't worry. Just roll out the window. I'll take care of it. <laughs> just roll out the window. Yeah, I'll take care of it. Just drive off. <laughs> oh man. I got you. He, don't worry. Don't worry, officer. I'll yeah, take care of this. I, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, well, speaking, I guess we'll go into this. Did you see uh, Gucci had to apologize after they made the, uh, like, the blackface hoodie? Oh, my or, God. Or, like, face mask type thing? And my thing is, like, I mean, at this point, I'm convinced this is all for, this, like, they know what they're doing and this is all to just draw attention to it because this is also like fashion week 
So they do all of this just to stir up controversy so that people will talk about it. So then it will now draw attention. And it's crazy how like now being offensive and like doing stupidness that goes against that just like blatantly goes against a racist now like a marketing scheme. Cause there's no way like, like it's like once a month, there's some company who does something stupid, who does something that's offensive. And like, there's nobody in the, there's when, when they're like making this, when they're making these clothes, there's nobody <laughs> black in there. That's like, yeah, you probably, that's probably not a good look. That looks a lot like black face. You probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> Like it's like the one day it was like the the kid and what was it and the monkey and the monkey sweater from H and M. Then it's now it's like this. Then it's like always it's always a clothing company. They always doing something offensive, and I feel like it's always offensive to like the black like to black people. No, it is. And it's like no, there's no, there's nobody in the room that's black or nobody like in the whole rollout and the whole company before it gets to the public that's like yeah that's probably not a good idea. So I'm definitely convinced that at this point. It's all a marketing scheme just to draw attention because then they'll just issue a stupid apology. Nobody will stop buying their clothes and nothing will change. So people will be outraged for a couple of days. How could they do this? But people are still going to go save up their checks to go buy Gucci and nothing's going to change. So I'm, I'm convinced it's all a marketing scheme. <laughs> it's, I, I, it's, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't think that's far from like believable. Like I, I very much could see that because yeah, so it's always someone. I mean, Spike Lee came out and he said that he's boycotting, like, you know, uh, Gucci and I forget who, like, I think Louis Vuitton. It was Gucci and, like, another big brand. I forget who the other brand was, but he said he's, he'll never wear or support those brands unless they start hiring black designers. So maybe they don't have black designers. Okay. Like, nobody's, well, somebody, somebody, like, somebody's gonna have a friend. But somebody, somebody's got a friend. Somebody has to, yeah. At least a friend. Somebody like, knows somebody. You don't, you don't only draw these, in there. you don't just draw sketches of clothes at work. Like these people are like designers. Like, you know, they, they have a dream about stuff. You know, they have a vision. They start drawing at home. They're in their bedroom and they just like, I just had a great idea of a sweater. And they draw it yeah. and they might be hanging out with their friends. They're like, yo, look at the sweater. Isn't this cool? There's no way nobody has a black friend that's like, dude, do not do that. Yo, but even my thing is like within the whole company of Gucci, there's not an intern. There's not a janitor. <laughs> there's not somebody who put like, there's not a toilet cleaner. In there, that's like, hey, you know shout what? Out to I, I know this. Yeah. Shout out to toilet cleaners. <laughs> but there's like nobody in there that's like, you know what? I know this ain't my position, but I really don't. But my thing is like, even the people who are making it, like, you know, now you do a design where you have, it's like a black, it's a black hoodie where it looks like with a white mouth with red lipstick. And it's like the black is like covering the white and like, and on, it's also on, and the model that they put it on was also a white woman. And so it's like, come on, come on now. Yeah, they just like there's no way you don't know. Like there's it's like layers to this that like it's hard to just be like, oh yeah, that was a coincidence. No, they knew what they was doing, and they still decided to do it. So I'm like convinced it's all a marketing scheme to like draw some attention because it's like, all right, cool that we make some Gucci makes Gucci makes so many clothes. It's like, all right, cool. How do we draw attention to this specific thing just to like stir some stuff up? And it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, we'll just do something a little offensive. People will be mad about it, but then. Every rapper is still going to talk about Gucci flip-flops and Gucci this and Gucci bags and this and that. And we still going to make our money. But it's an apology and nothing will change. So, so he's like, going to buy a new headband. I'm just at the point where like, yeah, he's going to buy a new headband. So it's just like the fake outrage is just like crazy how like people like get so stuck. First of all, how people get so offended, but then they don't, don't, don't do, do anything. So it's like, cool. If you didn't buy Gucci anyway, then 
what do you then cool you already don't support what do you like you're outraged and now you want what to happen or it's like you're still saving up your check so that you can buy your one gucci headband yeah i, I don't know it's all marketing schemes. yeah um but yeah that's, speaking of okay that's how i feel about that i guess we can go marketing so i've been mentioning i think i mentioned it last week i've mentioned it a couple of times how why i'm not a fan of ariana grande of me feeling like she's been dragging out Mac Miller's death to sell records as much as, mm-hmm. much as she doesn't need to. Like I said, she's Ariana Grande. She's talented. She's mm-hmm. uh, people find her drop dead gorgeous, you know, whatever the case is, you know. And of course, she drops her album, was one of the biggest songs on her album, Ghostin', where she talks about Mac Miller. It's one of her biggest songs on the album. <laughs> she's apparently, from what I've understood, I haven't heard the song, but from what I understand, She's talking to Pete Davidson, but about Mac Miller. Like, she's telling Pete Davidson, like, I'm sorry you're not him. I'm sorry I can't love you the way I loved him. Like, you know, like all these, like, about him. We all know who the him is. It's Mac Miller. Like, you know, it's just, like. I mean, she has, like, straight up capitalized yeah. on like, her past four relationships. And just like me, which I get because, you know, most people in there when, you know, and they go to breakups or whatever. That's when we like we talked about before, like episode one or two, like the making the sad music. Yeah. It's like when people go through stuff and they go through <laughs> breakups and stuff, that's when we get the good music. But I feel like she's just like, I don't even feel like she's mad. I don't even feel like she's sad, though. I just feel like she's just like, let me just like ride this wave of like, that's all people talked about when she was with Pete Davidson. It was her and Pete Davidson and getting married and then. You know, her relationship with Big Sean and when that one didn't work and then with Mac Miller and then that one worked. And then, I mean, you know, sadly, you know, he dies. So then now it's like, all right, cool. An opportunity now to talk more about my ex who died. And now, to, you know, people are going to want to hear it because they're going to want to hear what they what, what she has to say. And then it was like a big thing because she jumped into these relationships that felt like back to back. So it's just like there's no way she could have been over all of the, these people. And then the <laughs> fact that she's still doing songs where she mentioned in Big Sean's name two relationships later means that she wasn't over that. And then she got left Big Sean, got with Mac Miller. That didn't work out for whatever reason. And it was like a few weeks later, she was with Pete Davidson, about to get married. And then her ex that I'm pretty sure she wasn't over, Mac Miller, which clearly she wasn't because now she's writing songs about it. He dies. So then, yeah, then she breaks up with Pete Davidson for whatever reason. And now she's writing songs to Pete Davidson, talking about her ex. It's just like, it's a bit much. It's yeah. a bit much. So, okay. I mean, I have yeah. no problem with like, like the the breakup music because you know women in r&b and like even female rappers like they'll mention their exes for forever and a day like mary j blige is like i don't even know how old at this point and if she puts out a new song i'm sure it's about yeah. like dude ain't shit keisha cole yeah. like they just make those kind of music they just, that's, what, that's what they do they've been very successful i'm not mad about it but the man is dead like leave yeah. him alone like at some point it's just like are you are, are you done are you finished or are you done talking about mac miller like, yeah, it's crazy because like it's crazy. I, I'm I mean, not the biggest Mac Miller fan. Like, I will be. I have no problem saying this openly. Like, I was late to the party. Like, I didn't even like. I heard a couple songs off like his last album. Like, was it called uh, Swimming? No, it was Swimming. Swimming. Yeah, Swimming, swimming yeah. was the latest one. Swimming. Swimming. Pool. Yeah, I heard swimming. a couple songs here and there before, like when he was alive. Like the Donald Trump song he had way long ago. Like a couple songs here and there. The song he has with Ariana Grande, I loved. Um, like he has songs here and there that I liked, but I wasn't an avid fan. I finally mm-hmm. heard, I heard a couple tracks mm-hmm. off Swimming, then he passed away. Then I heard the whole album, and I was like, wow, like, this dude is, like, really, really talented. He had his Tiny Desk um, concert, crazy good. Like, you can, like, you could tell he's in pain. Like, you can see it, you know, like, he was hurting already. Like, doing the, doing the Tiny Desk concert, you could tell, like, I mean, I felt, I got a whole vibe of he was currently in pain or high. 
like he was already on something like he was on his way out like it's kind of weird looking at it now mm-hmm. but i i realized after the fact how talented he was okay so i'm late to the party so i'm not defending this as like a yo i'm a magnolia fan i was with him before and uh, no i'm defending it as like just a human being like yo the man is dead like make an r.i.p song and move yeah. on like that's it like how much more do you want to make sales off of this man like we all know he, we all get it he was the love of your life like you know like so a, one song and a r.i.p post i'm good with you keep going girl like jesus christ and that's what i don't like about it she just won't quit Nah, she's she, i'm telling you she riding she riding this one till the wheels fall off <sighs> and it's like yo just like let it it's like all right we get it i get it we get it we got it it's good but it's <laughs> get it, like, got it good <laughs> like that's it. I'm hoping this is the end of it at least. I'm hoping right. she got it all out. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We'll we'll see though. I, I I'm I'm skeptical that it won't be. <laughs> uh small story. Um Kanye got sued by the uh the uh adoptive parents of the girl from Ultra Light Beams, the girl that's spraying in the beginning. Oh, what? So apparently yeah. So apparently he um he got permission from the girl's like biological mother, but <laughs> She hasn't had like custody, like legal custody of the girl since 2012. So like she's been, the girl has been adopted, was adopted by, by a different family since 2012. And so like they're suing because he didn't get permission from them. Um, so yeah, just a small story. So just Kanye West, his legal team is always involved with something. So now they have to deal with that because yeah, apparently, um, he got permission from the wrong parent. So. The the legal guardian didn't have the right to like give permission to him to okay. use it. Um, I mean, so yeah. Okay, so I feel like, and I think Jay Cole said this in a, I don't know if it was an album or one of his old mixtapes. I might have been one of his old mixtapes. No, no, was it twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive? At the end, when he's like thanking people who let him use samples, he has a whole he has a mm-hmm. whole speech. Yeah, it's in the Forest Hills Drive. Drive. Yeah, that's the end. And of he's the whole like, song. he's like, yo, yeah. if you put if you put yeah. something out into the world, like let anyone use it as inspiration. Like don't like don't make people go through eighty different people to get to you. And like just if you put it out on the internet, yeah. if you put something out, let people be inspired by you. And 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 I I feel like that I feel yeah. like that same approach should be used like across the board. Like you know that little girl had that whole powerful speech. Like you know like. And it was the mm-hmm. theme of his album. Like, yeah, put it online. Yeah, yeah, recorded your child, and you were willing to go viral for your child. Like, you recorded her, put it online. That's it. Let let somebody use that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if, if and that made that album like I feel like it topped. It was like a cherry on top because that little girl put chills on my like down my spine. Like, listen to her. I mean, that's how, that was the first song on yeah, the album, right? It, yeah, it shocked. Like, it yeah, was, so it was like set the yeah, tone. It yeah. was crazy. <laughs> and then you have Chance coming with the hums, and like it was just great, man. It was. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm mad they're gonna sue. Like, I mean, they might not get nothing. They might get a little piece of something out of it. But like, all in all, like, why are you like, come on? It was like, first of all, it was how long ago? Yeah, I mean, that was 2015, 2016. Yeah. So yeah. just let my man live. Like, yeah. let him use your, you know, let him use the inspiration. It's not like he brought her into the studio and was like, give this speech. Like, yeah, I recorded it and put it online. He just used it. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, that that brings up an interesting convo now. Of that should now people you now people who do things on the internet for you know whatever to go viral or just put it out there on the internet where it's now free for anybody to just download or whatever should now if something somebody an artist or whatever starts decides like you know what I'm gonna use this can they use it for free because it's on the internet but I think 
the issue comes into play. I understand what you're saying with that, but I think the issue that comes into play now is not like Kanye used it and now gave away Ultra Light Beams for free. Yeah, yeah, he's making money. Because I think the that. point is that now, like he used it and he's making <laughs> money off of it. So why shouldn't they? So I think that's where the issue comes into play now because it's like, yeah, cool. Now if he would have just like used it and he would have put it on a put it for something and did something for charity or whatever where he wasn't getting none of the money or whatever. Or it was just like a song where it was like, yo, I'm not making no money off it, but that's just impossible. There's no way any artist of that caliber can put out anything and not be making money on it. So I think that's where the issue comes into play. And I get, and I mean, I don't, I guess he just reached out to like the wrong parent or whatever, but my, or whoever, I mean, I don't think he purposely did that to like get around it. Um, I just feel like, you know, I feel like, no, yeah. Like if, if, he just reached out to the wrong parent. Had he reached out to the right parent, it wouldn't even been an issue. And I mean, this is so like I just happened to see it. It was just like a story that was on Twitter, but I don't think it'll be like something that becomes like a major thing. But it's just like interesting that like yeah, yeah. The, it, uh, he got it's sued. weird because I'm okay with um, I'm okay yeah. with that, right? Like I'm okay with like these type of things, like a sample like that to like you know make a song. But like I get completely angry with like the game Fortnite for like stealing stealing mm-hmm. all these dance moves and then like selling them and making money off of them and like not yeah like that that's yeah like that's just straight up that'd be straight up stealing when they those have been like major yeah, stories yeah, yeah. Of, like, like that yeah i'm like stealing that, like the backpack kids and what's the yeah face? like yeah the other one yeah the other he's dance, taking yeah. these dances and he's like he's renaming them it's not like he's like mm-hmm. it's not like he's like you know uh like even like like when you do the dance like the song plays a little bit so you know where it comes from like no like he's not naming it after the artist mm-hmm. he's just renaming it and throwing it on there and like kids like all across america are buying it some some of them like know the actual like where this dance comes from but some of them are just like oh that looks cool and they're like they, then they'll see they'll see like yeah. block boy do his dance they're like oh that's from fortnite no it's from block boy and fortnite yeah okay. yeah it's his it's, it's, his, it's dance. his dance, <laughs> yeah. his dance. you know yeah. so like that's where my yeah. that, that, that's where i kind of draw the line like it's yeah like i don't know like he they could easily like all right they just had the the what's his name like, uh, what's his name like marshmallow man head whatever you, you know that artist like he doesn't i think he's like Mar- like techno yeah, like yes yeah, marshmallow. marshmallow so yeah marshmallow he has his own skin okay he has like a, like you can buy his costume on fortnite and then like not too long ago they literally had like like a a video game version like you could go into like a certain type of gameplay should i say instead of like you know going to like actually play the actual game you go and it's a concert Mm -hmm. he had his own concert in fortnite you know how much they had to have paid this kid to do that concert on fortnite like okay so we're we're okay with paying him but you don't want to pay anybody else you're stealing from and i was i I was like talking to my nephew about it because he plays fortnite and he's like oh look they're about to have a concert for marshmallow i'm like marshmallow of all people I'm like, you could have had Block Boy on stage. You could have had, like, Carlton on stage. You could have had, like, so, the dude from Scrubs on stage. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like, have a little concert for everybody. Give them, like, they probably don't even want that much money. They probably just want to be recognized for where you're, where you're taking their stuff from instead of making it seem like it's originally yours. Like, you know, like, people just want the shout out. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that's the thing. It's just like, yeah, it's a recognition, but I think once it becomes... Once it becomes like, all right, now you making because it's like cool. Nobody would have known from the jump how big Fortnite was gonna be. So it was like, all right, cool. The recognition would have been nice at that point, but then when you see how many people, how many kids, how many adults 
And I don't know, is Fortnite still like that popular or has it like died down? I don't hear people talking about it as much. I don't know. I don't really play games anymore. Um, but nah, it's, at, the, it's at still, this peak, it nah, was at like, its peak, it was crazy. Like now it's like it's plateauing. It was it's crazy. at that level, but it's not going up anymore. It's kind of plateaued. It's like it's up there gotcha. still, but it's still it's, gotcha. it's just it's it's chilling at that point. Yeah, like the hype of it is dying. Yeah. But I mean at its peak, it was like the hottest thing. Pretty much like yeah, so it's just like to go from that to and now, like, now you realize, like, oh, no, they making that money. Like, and I mean, I guess that goes in the, I guess, I guess that's just like a lesson for everybody to learn. Just like, don't just, recognition is cool, but like, you know, especially if it's, if you, I don't know, it's like weird. Cause it's not like they did the dances don't thinking that like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this dance for Fortnite. And then I want money on the back end. Like they just did the dances and Fortnite yeah. stole it. Like with as saying, I mean, same thing. Like with like with the whole with the little girl with Kanye. Like they didn't do it thinking like, oh yeah, we're gonna do this and Kanye gonna put it in a song. It was just like we did this because it was something cute. The girl was praying, and then I read like they just they they filmed it because like they asked the little girl like they were like traveling from somewhere to somewhere, and they just asked the little girl to like pray to like make sure that you know they got to wherever they was going safely, and you know she just did that like you know like yeah. that little powerful inspirational thing or whatever, and it was just, like a cute moment that then became something else. So I guess I don't know. I guess in those situations, it's just kind of it's <clears> like <throat> there like there is no standard for it because it's like you just doing it, you know you doing it. You didn't know. It was going they didn't know like the little girl was gonna blow yeah. up like that. She did. And I mean at that point the recognition is kind of pretty much all you get. But then I was somebody like Kanye uses it and now it's making money. It's like, all right, yeah, we want to get paid from that. But then it's like how much you know, it's just like a thing because like cool, how much now do you get paid for something that you didn't Yeah. You didn't do it for the project. I don't know. At that it's interesting. I think also different yeah, is like Kanye like he might have asked the wrong person, but he asked. Like had like the creator of Fortnite went to Block Boy, like, hey, do you mind if I like put your dance in my game? And Block Boy said, Yeah, sure, no problem. And then he puts it on and then like Yeah, that would have been then, different. Then like I don't want Block Boy coming back like way later, like, nah, you making money now? Nah, I want some. Like, nah, he asked you for permission. You didn't ask for money. You just said, Yeah, go ahead, put, put my dance in the game. And sure, hell yeah, I want to be in a video game. And then you like off off of yeah. just like the courtesy of your heart, you gave that dance up to put on Fortnite, and then you come back months or a year later like nah now i want some money for it no like you already said yes like you know like he didn't ask yeah. at least kanye asked he might ask the wrong person but he asked somebody like hey would you, mind, would you mind if i use this little girl for my album you know so yeah i guess the permission like yeah that, that, that that's a big part of it too like no, at least kanye asked probably asked the wrong person but he asked somebody yeah, yeah fair, which is fair enough i just thought that was a interesting uh just a small little interesting story um, uh, the Oscars will officially have no host for the first time ever. Yeah, no host uh, after the whole Kevin Hart debacle. It was they just decided that you know what we'll just well it was like the it's like the first time in like thirty or forty years that they haven't had a host. So I guess it'll just kind of like flow with like just multiple people just coming out and just doing anything, which is like just interesting. Because, I mean, it's like the most interesting part about it is going to be like the opening because you know they usually do the opening monologue with whoever it is makes like the corny jokes or whatever. So it'll be interesting how they account for that. But, I mean, it's Hollywood, so I'm sure they'll figure something out. Um, oh, we have another little debate segment uh, here. They're doing a new, a new, they're doing a new Chucky movie, Chucky reboot. Oh God. And, yeah, yeah. With, but they were like, the people who are, you know, it's mostly people have the expression that you had, like the, oh, God, like, we don't need another one. Also... Um, so like people just like jokingly started thinking like, how would you kill Chucky? Um, so, um, 
first of all, it's like very interesting because it's like I like what I was seeing is that like people were like, you know, and you can the concept of like a doll buying a doll for a six or seven year old, whenever the first Chucky movie came out in the eighties yeah. or whatever. Like the concept of then buying a doll for a six or seven year old made sense because there was no technology like that. So you buy a little doll for a kid and fine. But in twenty nineteen, they tried to like make it like now it's more like technologically advanced, but it's like the kid is like twelve. And it's like who's buying a boy a doll at twelve years old in twenty nineteen? So like that alone was just like yeah. I'm out. I don't I don't want it. So then it just became like this thing of like, all right, cool, this movie's probably gonna but the guys that produce it are producing it. So that's what's like making people kind of be like, all right, maybe. But overall, like just that concept of like a twelve year thirteen year old getting a doll in twenty nineteen that's can now kill people. It's just like, all right, like some of these some of these movies was like it, it they didn't make sense back then, but we like gave it a pass, but now it's like 2019 a doll that's like running around killing people is like come on now come on so um yeah if you if chucky was like in your house right now how would you how would you take him I'd out punt the little guy like do? he's how tall <laughs> that's what everybody was saying everybody was like i would just get a running start <laughs> And I would pick him a hundred yards. Like the thing like, with Chucky is that I don't think it's the not. thing with Chucky is like he usually catches you by surprise, right? Like he's not like coming up to you, like mm-hmm. walking towards you, like Michael Myers. You know, like you see him, you see yeah. you put the doll down, then you look back and it's not there, and you're like, huh? I thought I put it there. At that point, I'm on go. I'm putting on my punter shoes. I'm putting on my cleats, <laughs> right? <laughs> if I put a doll down, if I put a toy down somewhere. Okay, and I'm going to go as far as a toy because I've seen Toy Story and they come back at you, all right, when you start abusing your toys improperly. Yeah. <laughs> if, I put, <laughs> if I put an inanimate object down, okay, and I look, I, look I, turn, I turn away, I look back and it's moved or I don't see it in plain sight, I'm putting on my punter shoes, I'm putting on my cleats, okay, and I'm on go, all right? <laughs> it's not catching me by surprise. I'm not going to just be like, oh, okay, well, like, you know, I'll look for it in a little bit. I'm not going to sit down and play, like, 2k well wait till it comes from behind me to like slip my throat like no yeah i'm looking for you like it's on go like i'm, not, I'm putting the gloves on like let's go where you at like come out from wherever you are and let's do this damn thing and chucky is like what he's chucky shorter than my daughter my daughter is three years old and chucky smaller i think my daughter could beat up chucky and like in a hand-to-hand combat <laughs> you just gotta disarm the man he has a knife you kick it out of his hand his hand is how's how big it's a doll yeah. his hand he can barely hold the knife sturdy enough like yeah it's, i'm it's, disarming him it's, i'm gonna i'm gonna burn him like i'm just gonna grab him by his hair <laughs> i'm gonna grab him by his hair and i'm just gonna carry him at arm's length yeah. so he can't swing and do anything to me <laughs> i'm just gonna drag him outside and yeah. forth, like set him on yeah. fire like chucky can't beat me but that and that was the thing it was just like yeah that's what i think that was just like it was it like really became like a debate on twitter which is like but then people were like yo but it's a doll and you can never tell when he's really dead Cause it's like you, you just don't know. It's first of all, it's a doll, and it's, but that was like that was definitely like the number one answer. It's like you pick it, <laughs> and you like like you just pick him. Like my thing is, even if he sneak up behind you, like let's cool, cool. Let's say he you sneak up behind you, he he like he shank you a little bit. I don't think you're going down after one doll shank. Yeah. So it's like you He's still not that got strong. enough. Like just the ad- adrenaline alone. Yeah, adrenaline alone. But then somebody was like. Chucky has the strength of a man. It was like a man that was like, I heard Chucky has the strength of a man, but then he was like, oh wait, so do I. Yeah. So it was like, so it was like, it's even there. And it's like, he's too, 
not even two feet tall. So it's like, yo, I would, yeah. I don't like, know. Even if you, yeah, like, he, the, he can even come like from behind you. Thing you can, I saw and I was like, like, there's times where, like, you know, like, um, like a dust, dust can get on your shoulder, or like so you feel something on your back, like something falls, like from this, like, uh, like above you, mm-hmm. and it gets like in your shirt a little bit. You just reach back and you pull it out of your shirt and you just yeah. throw it. I'm gonna reach back, grab by his head, and throw him over my shoulder. Like, <laughs> and yeah. I get there's no way, there's no I get way that you never know when he's dead. I'm giving Chucky that yeah, word. Yeah, I'm giving him the business. Like, I get that you don't know when he's dead, but if I melt his whole entire plastic body in a grill or something, I know he's <laughs> yeah. gone. Like, there's no yeah. coming back from that. I know he's not coming back from that. Yeah, nah. So yeah, I know that was like, there's no way I would let Chucky beat me. I'm giving Chucky that word. He's done. But yeah, I, I was like, oh, there's no way we can't talk about this silly, stupid topic. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so, there's no way we can't. Um, um, did, did you see? Uh, do I have anything did, else? Did you see, did you oh, see the Jordan Peele new poster for us? Oh, yeah. man. It's getting better and better. I'm so excited. It's making me like. I'm so excited. They released a new trailer. Yeah, and they released a new trailer too. They released a new trailer, but it's like. I just think the song from the I Got Five on the song, it just made it yeah. that much more scarier. Because, like, they released a new trailer, but it was a different song. And it still looked good. Of course, I'm definitely hype about it. But it was just like, I feel like that song just like. He maybe should have saved that trailer for last. Like, song. He's, no, I think it was right. I mean, I think it was cool. Well, maybe because he released this one during the Super Bowl. So definitely more. Oh, people, yeah, yeah. I remember but no, that one, yeah. I think he had to. I, yeah. Mm. But I think he had to, like, Come out, come out the gate with that song just to like get the buzz going, That's and then true. now it's like we already invested. So whatever trailer we see now, it's just like all right, cool. Now we just get to see a little bit more. But I feel like now he had to like come out strong, especially this being like his sophomore project. So you know how like in music that sophomore project either make or break somebody. I feel like it was the same for him with that sophomore project. Had it was like so like I'm excited about it. it looked dope though. That poster looked crazy. Um, um, I mean, I have something we could talk about before we get to the sports. Uh, so complex. Who, whatever. I'm indifferent about complex as a whole in, in general, but they recently had, um, I guess, a vote. I guess this is to say the the least of the best rapper alive for 2018. Not the hottest rapper list. It's not that's not who's hot for 2018. You know, like who ended the year the hottest rapper out. Mm-hmm. That's different than the best. I get mm-hmm. that. So they declared the best rapper alive for 2018. And it's my guy, but I'm sorry. He's not this. Pusha T. I saw that. And, and I was, there's an uproar. I was very confused. Yeah, there's a very... I mean, people love him. Like, Pusha T's loved, you know. But it's just like... Uh, uh, yeah, I just don't know, which is why, like, I mean, those, those, like, debates of, like, who was the best of the year, coming from anybody, I don't care how established you are, it's just, like, based on, like, I don't, I don't know what is, like, what is the criteria, because it's just three people in a room, and it's, like, pick your, out of, and you got to pick out the rappers, and two of the three pick Pusha T, so Pusha T wins, like, I don't know, yeah, like, I don't what know. is the criteria I don't know if there's, like, it. a point system, like, let's say, like, yeah, let's say three or ten, even ten people, right, and then they do, like, rank they, they 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 put like a bunch of artists on the wall. Like, okay, it can't be. It has to be one of these twenty people, right? And then you you rank them, right? And then there's a point. Like, you know, you get yeah. you get ten points if you're if you're people somebody's number one, and then you get eight points if somebody's number two, and like so on and so forth. And then you add up all the points between the ten people, and then that's your best rapper. 
Like, I don't know, maybe something like that. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. But And this is being a little biased, but I don't know how anyone could rank after the year, not overall like talent, because of course I'm going to believe his talent is astronomically greater than probably anybody alive. But the year that J. Cole had, how do you not rank J. Cole as your best rapper of live for 2018? I don't want to hear 2017. I'm fine. Like, you know, if you don't want to rank him as the best ever for any other year, but his 2018 was so crazy. Like so many features, the album was great. Like how is he not voted your best rapper for 2018? Just 2018. Like T only had album. Um, Pusha T had know. a seven song album. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. I don't know. He had a seven song album and he had the one. Did he do the diss track? That was on did it. Did he do the diss track? Yeah, he did the diss track. No, oh, no, I'm talking about Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, had, he had a second to like strike, yeah. But yeah. that's it. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Like, that's J. Cole like, had an album worth of features. To even entertain it. On top of his album. He had an yeah. album worth of features. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. To, 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 yeah, I don't know. There's like, there's no criteria. There's just kind of like, I don't know. It's just like, they get to pick. It's like, all right, we'll pick uh, Push T. Go Push T. You win. <laughs> you got it. And it's like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But, so I'm like, whatever. I don't, I don't even. I'm off that. <laughs> we all. It's not like I mean, we, I'm push the T fan. No, I love like, I, I think he's great. Like, but I don't know if I'm putting him like the best of 2018. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna hold off on that one. Um. So yeah. All right. We gave. Sorry, listeners. We gave y'all. How I many? We gave y'all like 50 plus minutes of no sports. It's but time. Trade deadline. <laughs> it's time. It's time. Yeah, it's time. Um, so <clears throat> let's go. Let's start. Winners of winners of this past trade week. I will definitely say Dallas definitely. with Porzingis and Luca. They definitely win. Um, all well, three of the four top teams in the East just got a whole lot better. I mean, Dallas. Um, not only getting them, they also got Justin Jackson and Zach Randolph. Who Zach Randolph's a little past, a lot past his prime. Yeah. But Zach Randolph's still quality. He's a he's a the pet. and Justin Jackson. Yeah, he's quality. He'll he'll come in and give you some yeah. solid. Yeah, and then Justin Jackson yeah. is just like all around athletic. Like he's 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 athletic. He's a he's one of those like, you know, yeah. he can he's a high flyer like dunks. You know, so you get you'll get some quality play out of both of them on yeah. top of getting Porzingis. Like the da- Dallas was busy on top of Porzingis, who's like. Yeah, but Dallas is busy, and I feel like they're setting themselves up to maybe attract, maybe maybe not this maybe not this upcoming um, free agency, but maybe the one after that. I don't know who's like a free agent in twenty twenty. Well, no, um, but maybe to attract somebody just to see, like seeing Luca, and because I mean, once maybe like this following year, this coming year, seeing Luca and Porzingis play together, <clears throat> that could if they play well, that could attract somebody to maybe want to come. Dallas because Dallas doesn't usually get the big free agent, but if, with that two, with that one two punch, somebody could come in and really like a third person and really come and make some noise in Dallas. So I can I kind of see their play that they're yeah. making just to kind of because they're not playing they're not playing to lose to like for draft picks. So they're trying to like build around Porzingis and Luca and like really like really um, get things going there, which is like great and potentially have somebody come in. That's great. I feel like the move that. Sixers made bringing in Tobias Harris is huge. That was the guy I was we were talking about last week. I feel like that's cool huge. That we couldn't think of his name. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who he was thinking about. Yeah, Tobias, Tobias Harris. Harris. I that feel was like a good him. 
They also got rid of uh, Marcus Markel Mar- Markel Fultz. Finally, yeah. sent him to Orlando for Jonathan Simmons, who he was he was he he had potential. Like he was on the Spurs and he was playing really well. He was like a really good defender. Could hit the hit the mid range shot. He was like a quality guy. He hasn't really done much in Orlando, but I feel like in a system like this, where he I mean he was never the guy in Orlando, but right now like all we need is like a solid 15, 20 minutes defend. And and I feel like, but I feel like to bring it in Tobias Harris because right now that's that's a crazy starting yeah. five. With you got Ben Simmons, you got Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, JJ Redick, and now um, Embiid. That's that that starting five is outside of Golden State. That's a that's a quality no, starting five. Um, yeah. So they really, um, I feel like, yeah. And then the Bucks bringing in Miritage was huge. Yeah. That was for them because now it just yeah that, that's just gonna space out the floor more, even more for Giannis now to like now because you can't now you can't double off of Meritage because he'll just he's like a he's like one of the, he's a streaky big man shooter so like he'll like he'll stay at that three point line and you can't just leave him because then like he'll kick it and then he can knock that down and he could he could rattle off four or five threes in the game like yeah he does it, yeah that's gonna help um, yeah a lot of firepower yeah. over there um yeah and who can one of the ones that confused oh, yeah. me, and like Phoenix, they just got two more guards, and they traded away a forward. They traded away. They Who traded they Ryan Anderson for Tyler Johnson and Wayne Ellington. I guess they may be expiring contracts. They shot, you know, Ryan Anderson. I don't know how he gets paid so much, but Ryan Anderson has been working off of a very yeah. heavy contract for a long time now, and everybody keeps trading him away to save yeah. some money. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I get it's a clear cap space, but like. Phoenix is so guard heavy. It's not even funny. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand what Phoenix game plan is. Yeah, honestly, like, I don't. I don't. But I feel like they. I feel like they've been this way for a while. Right back back when they had. Oh no, that was Minnesota who like drafted back to back Johnny guards, yeah. and then drafted Rubio and Andre. Yeah, but I feel like yeah, even though I don't know. Like I feel like Phoenix has no game plan right now. I feel like I don't. I, don't, I can't figure out what they're what they're trying to do. Yeah. They stink. I know that. But they've stunk. They've been like like the bottom for like the past two years. Um oh, man. Oh. but I can't figure out what they're trying to like work for. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't understand what the goal is. Yeah. I your boy Devin Booker needs he should have yeah. left. He should have left. He should not he signed an extension, yeah. right? Yeah, he should have signed an extension. Should've Definitely should have did that. He could have went to like a yeah, he could have went to a team that had a chance that didn't need it like that had just any more pieces? Had he, like Phoenix has I no think pieces. I think I he signed it. like a max deal, so it's like probably five years that he's got to wait. But like, had he only did like a two or three year deal, let's say two years, he'd be in the back half of that too, and he could have went to Dallas with like Luca and Porzingis and played guard, let yeah. like, have you two big men, and yeah. been crazy in Dallas. He signed it last I year, right? but he's he might have three years left on his contract, from what I believe, if I read correctly. He might have an option. He might have an option after the fourth. I hope so. so maybe get the hell this out. year he had to play out this year and next year and then twenty twenty one. Maybe he can get out. Because I I have no idea what Phoenix. I feel like that's why he keeps getting injured. Because it's just like he probably not even really hurt. He's just like I don't even I don't even want to play with these guys. <laughs> Let me fake another injury. I'm done. Um, the Raptors Raptors made a big move. They picked up Marcus Saul. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I feel like all these teams are going for all these teams are going for it right now. It's like, oh, we got no LeBron to worry about. So it's like they all going for it now. They they all have a legit shot right now to make it 
to 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 make the finals right now. Yeah, everybody. I mean, Celtics didn't make any moves, so I think I think they're believing. But, you know, it's still yeah, Celtics, I think they're believing but, in like what they got, which is fine. They have a very solid team. Like they're deep, and they have like a very solid starting five. They just gotta like get it together. Yeah. Like. I mean, even like not so long ago when they played the Warriors, like Kyrie was on a rampage. Like he was like, I'm not going down without a fight. Like I'm swinging. And damn it, if that man almost didn't beat the Warriors, damn near by himself in that fourth quarter. Like he was snapping in that fourth quarter. I don't know if you watched the game, but I did. Yeah, oh no, I saw God. it. I saw it. I saw it. The just, yeah. I mean, like it comes, it comes crunch time and he has a cape. Like he's Superman. He's Batman. He's everything in one. He's... He's Ant Man. He's he could get big, little. Like he's he's yo, he's everything. Like <laughs> yo, his talent is just ridiculous. Which is why he's on Team LeBron for the All Star game. But besides the point, um, yeah. I mean, we didn't even talk no, about that. We but I mean, I don't. I don't really feel like we need to. Oh, I, okay. I want to talk about it only because. All right, but before we get to it, um, did you see LeBron post about? Because did you see when Harrison Barnes got traded right for the Justin Jackson Zach Randolph? And yeah. everybody was like, he was like yeah. in the game when he got traded. And then yeah. he gets he he gets back to the bench. They wrote you know rotation comes in and he finds mm-hmm. out he got traded. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. LeBron went on a whole rant and he said something along the lines of, you know, we need to fix this. You know, like this is a real problem in the NBA and sports in general. And I agree with him. This is where like this is like where I actually like LeBron. Like when he's like the ambassador, like speaking out about issues, where there be off the yeah. court, on the court, I love him. I just don't like him as a player. But as a person, I think he's a great individual. Mm-hmm. So he came out and he said, you know, the problem with sports is when a play when a player gets cut, released, traded, dropped, whatever, when they don't decide to pick up your option for the next year, oh, it's okay because that's what's best for the team. It's what the, t- the team needs dictate that they don't need you anymore. You know, you're gone. You're gone. And the blink mm-hmm. of an eye, you're gone. Okay. And when a player wants to get out of a, a quote unquote toxic relationship or situation that they don't want to be in anymore, when they request like, Hey, could you just please send me somewhere? Cause like, I'm not really feeling here. They are all of a sudden like selfish, the ring chasing. They're this, they're that it's a whole negative stereotype because they want to go look for a better job. Like that's pretty much what it is. Like, you know, if, if, if yeah. your job wants to fire you because you're doing a terrible job, that's okay. But when you say, Hey, they're going to pay me more or just I got better opportunities over here in this at this in this job than where I'm at right now, currently employed. No, you're a bad employee. Like, no. I and he was like, he's he was yeah. like what he said was like, I'm fine with both. You know, you should be allowed to get rid of the player if you don't want him anymore, but you should also be allowed to want to leave. And yeah. not be and not be like deemed like like yeah, now you're being a diva yeah. being like you're not being a team player or you just trying to like yeah. Which I get. I mean no, I, I definitely, I definitely, hundred percent agree. And I mean, he he's experienced that firsthand. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, we you know, his move from Cleveland to Miami, um, he definitely experienced that. Like gave the team all I had, and all right, cool, we ain't winning. I want to go somewhere else. And then it's like, oh, and then you know, then KD, it was a similar situation. We played in OKC, and then he, you know, wasn't winning, wanted to go, and it's like now he's like KD. I feel like KD still, I feel like hasn't recovered from that. Honestly, I don't think he ever will. Um, as far as like being like the like Katie was loved in OKC, like just like for like, everyone. Yeah. And I feel like now it's just kind of like, and I feel like he like even the way he snapped that snaps at like the media and that stuff. Like now, 
So then I feel like now he's taking on that bad guy role, yeah. which I feel like he'll never really recover from. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I agree with him too. I feel like that's, that's, yeah, it's just like, it's a two way street. Like, you know, it should, it should be a two way street, but right now it's just like, you know, it's always, or even a better example is what they did with Isaiah Thomas, like what Boston did with yeah. Isaiah Thomas. So it was like the man played his heart out after his, after his sister dies, like gives you, gives you his all. And, you know, he's dealing, dealing with that, playing with an injury. And then like you trade him away. Yeah. And it's like, cool, if that's for the business, but it's like, but now if another player, like, like, let's like if, but if I want a player wanted to, like, you know, I've given you everything I got, we just not winning. I want something new. And it's like, no, you're supposed, you're supposed to stay here. Yeah. And it was like, I was, forgot what everybody was listening. I was listening. I forgot what show, but they were saying like, even the whole, the whole idea of like the way that the bargaining agreement is set up, where it's like, you only make more money if you stay with another yeah. team, just like that whole concept. It's kind of just like flawed because it's like you only reward. So like a player has to choose between, cool, I want to go to this new, I want to go to a new situation, but I also want to get paid because like my time making money is limited. It's only like only there's only certain players who will get to get three max contracts in their whole yeah. career. Most players get one, maybe two, and it's like all right, cool. So if I get a chance to do this super max deal, it's either I have to choose between making an extra 50 60 70 80 90 million dollars to stay someplace i don't really want to stay but i'm staying for the money and i have to choose between staying for the money because like my future isn't secure or going somewhere and giving up that money and it's like that whole system is kind of that's like a flawed way of thinking about it because it's like you have to choose and you don't give like you you have to choose what kind of reward you just don't get rewarded yeah. For the fact that, you know, I'm a great player and I want to go here, but I still want to get paid, which you would have paid me if I stayed there. It's like you're trying to like, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like an ultimatum. Like if you stay, we'll give you $90 million more. But if you leave, you'll lose on $90 million that most players won't ever make yeah. that up in, in endorsements and stuff. It's like most players won't get the makeup. Making up $90 million in endorsements, that's a lot of yeah. endorsements. So it's like. And like that's that's like you even LeBron that's like LeBron and KD type stuff there, and they even pulling an extra ninety a year. I don't know. So yeah, I mean that whole system is flawed. But so I, I was I was def, I definitely agree with him on that on that front. Um, but yeah, I mean, but I mean when it comes to how, yeah, I mean, and that's a tough situation. And then you know people were trying to say like Harrison Barnes knew that there was a chance he could be traded. But my thing is, it's like, yo, if there's a chance and, like, he had the option to, like, play or not play. Um, but I feel like that's just, like, a weird situation to just be in the middle of the game. Like, you playing and then you just, like, yeah, you just got traded. Yeah. I mean, So, and then you just sitting on the bench, not a part of the Jalen Rose. <laughs> Jalen Rose told a story. I was watching him on, I think it was his show. I don't know. I was watching him on, seeing a clip of it. I think it was on First Take. And he was defending like the owners, like, oh yeah, it's a part of the business type of deal. Right. And I get it. It's been a part of the business. That doesn't make it okay. That's besides like, that's on that side. Like, I wish I could sit down in front of him and debate what he was talking about, but his story was funny because he said he got traded from Toronto to the Knicks on the same day they played each other. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. And then he he said he was at home in Toronto. He woke up in Toronto. There was a home game. The Knicks come to visit. He gets traded to the Knicks. He has to fly home with the Knicks. How awkward is that? <laughs> like, yeah, fly home with the Knicks and then stay in a hotel room. Yeah, like <laughs> that's 
great. Yeah. Like, but yeah, and then he goes, oh yeah, well, it was okay when Kyrie got traded. How come it's not okay when Harrison Barnes got traded? Well, Harrison Barnes didn't request a trade. Kyrie requested a trade. Like, there's, there's differences. Yeah, Kyrie requested Like, it. you know, like, it's okay when Kyrie got traded because yeah. he well, he wanted to go. He's like, can you please trade me? Like, I'm not happy. Like, I want to be somewhere else. And yeah. that's okay. You know, like, Porzingis wanted, like, apparently he just only, I don't think, I didn't hear that he requested a trade. I heard he just questioned the direction the team was headed. And James Dolan was like, get out. <laughs> Which James Dolan, we, we, I, we do, I, I don't want to talk about him anymore. But, like, you know, that type of deal. Like, you know, that's, I mean, even if he requested a trade, yeah. that's fine. You know, as opposed to like the dude, some dudes are just happy where they're at. They're like, they're good in their city. They're happy where they are. And then you just like, all right, you got to pack up and go. Like, oh, okay. Well, I thought we were, I thought we were doing good here. I thought I was kind of happy. Yeah. Wow. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's similar to what happened with DeRozan. DeRozan had no plan to yeah. leave. Uh, and, and in that case, like the owner told him he was good. Like, no, you good. And then... They called him um, about Kawhi. He was like, Yo, you're not he, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're not good. And we about to get Kawhi. So, yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah, I guess I you should. I, yeah, I think it's you should be allowed to do what you want, like as a player or owner. Just, you know, cut. But you should also be requested trade. Like, I want to go and get as much money as you possibly want. All star game. I mean, the picks were, I think Giannis just has to learn more about the league. Like, yeah, because he's about to get smoked. Yeah, he's going to get <laughs> slaughtered. Like, yeah. it's going to be bad. But the funny, I wanted to talk about it because the funny thing about LeBron's picks are his first six picks, right? Let's go, let's go down the line. Let's just go down to LeBron's picks. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, after the season, player option, he can opt out. Second pick, Kyrie Irving, player option, he can opt out. Third pick, Kawhi Leonard, player option, he can opt out. Fourth pick, James Harden, under contract. Okay, that's one. Fifth pick, Anthony Davis, who just requested a trade, once out of his contract. Mm-hmm. Sixth pick, Clay Thompson, will be a free agent. This man picked everyone that is about to be a free agent. <laughs> like, just to show y'all what it's like to play with me, show you how nice I am. I'm, I'm a very fair ball handler guy. I'll share yeah. the ball. I'm going to show y'all think, how it is. And Yannis said something. Yannis, like, joked yeah. around. He was like, isn't that tampering? tampering? <laughs> Hilarious. That was a great joke. Yeah. And yeah, he said it doesn't apply for All-Star Weekend. It was funny. That, that, was, yeah. that was funny. And yeah. then the trade was hilarious. You saw the trade, right? The Russ yeah, the trade. trade. Yeah. That was, that was funny because Russ and Joel and B do not like each they other. They don't like each other. All. And now they're going to be on the same team. Is that yeah. right? KD and Russ didn't like each other. And then they was on the same team. And they was cool. And they made it work. It's all for It's all in that heat of competition, whatever. Yeah, yeah it's all in there. Yeah, it'll be, be okay. Yeah. But yeah, I think like I found it so funny that like the biggest the biggest names in free agency are all gonna be on Team LeBron. All like, Team LeBron, yeah. Yeah. Kawhi, KD. I mean, yeah, Kawhi, KD, Kyrie. Kyrie, Clay. Clay. Like yeah. AD AD requested a trade. So like I mean, it's not really up to him where he goes. Everybody else it is up to them. But yeah. AD he requested a trade, you know. James Harden is the only one that's not a free agent. <laughs> so like he's smart yeah. I give him that yeah. he's a smart man he, knows, he knew what he was doing oh for sure for sure um, but yeah I mean Giannis's team is not it's just no. not it's, it's not <laughs> it's not it's not even close um, but like, maybe not... he, he picked a bunch of people who was like their first time playing so I feel like maybe they'll play harder because it is their first time so like you know they'll just be excited like everybody like 
the Bruins team is just kind of going through the motions. Like, they've all been there. They've done that. So they're just going to be chill. But I feel like Giannis' team is going to be, you know, you got with Chris Middleton, Kemba. <clears throat> Chris Middleton. Jesus Jokic, Vucevic. Yeah, I mean, he got a bunch of new he, – he's playing like everybody who's, like, never played before. He's um, got the – he's got the – all-star B team. That's what he has. Yeah. He definitely got the <laughs> JV team. <Mm-mm>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, besides like Steph, I'm going to say Steph and Kemba are like his two big guys. That's his two biggest names. And Russ now, Russ now. But yeah. like, besides those three, the rest of that team is like the Team USA practice squad. They're not on Team USA. They go there to help. They go. They go there to help Team USA prepare. Like, yeah, that's what they not... practice against. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah, the college kids that never make the team that just go to get smacked by all the NBA team players. Yeah, that's that's that's, <laughs> that's who that's who Giannis has on his team. It's just, oh man, it's yeah. But I mean, they it, may play hard honest. though. They may play hard because they're hungry. They this they this they first time they want to <laughs> they want to show they show they want to try to show off on that stage. So we'll as know. we were talking about with the, with the, with the with the one on ones that always tend to happen. I can mm-hmm. pick two one of one of one of two are gonna happen. It might be both, but it's either gonna be Steph and Harden go at it with the threes. They just start raining threes on everybody, like back and forth at each other. Or it's gonna be Steph and Kyrie that go one on one. I could be it could be Kyrie and Kemba because they both they're, they're both like the more handles, like put you on your put you on the floor type of dudes. Mm-hmm. Like Steph could do it. Steph could do it, but Kemba's really known for it, and so is Kyrie. So I could see them two going at it, and I could see Stephen James Harden going at it, just like just the back and forth for a couple minutes, and that's gonna be great. I hope Kemba. I want to see Kemba and Kyrie go back and forth, really, because somebody's gonna put somebody on the floor, and I'm, uh, I want somebody to do it. I don't care who it is. If Kyrie <laughs> gets put on the floor, if Kyrie touches that flat earth that he likes so much, then I'm, I'll, I'll just laugh. <laughs> I'm okay. He's a flat earther. I hope Kemba puts him on the. I hope Kemba puts him on that flat earth. Hit them with hit him with that step back. Yeah, he's gonna hit him with that nice step back and I feel like they're gonna try to like, they might yeah. They're gonna try to feature Kimba at least early. Oh no, yeah, for sure. Charlotte. I don't know if they'll like keep it going because at the end of the day they're gonna be like, all right, you had your time. But I feel like he'll get it he'll get his, his moments where like they'll feature him and try to, you know, get him going with the him. crowd and everything. I really feel bad for him because like, you know, the hometown guy, the hometown guy, whoever's home, they try to get them that MVP. There's no way he's getting it because they're gonna get killed. Yeah, no, he's not getting it. It's no chance. So unless he yeah. drops like sixty. <laughs> yeah, he, if he drops like sixty in a losing effort, they might still give it to him. Like even though he's on the losing team, but like all in all, yeah. like, I'm sorry, Kemba. It would have to I be a losing after, but it would have to be like a close game. Yeah, <laughs> it would yeah. be like if they get smacked by thirty and he has sixty, <laughs> like then yeah, it's over. It. yeah. Is that is, um, do you have do you have an early favorite for MVP? From the Bronze team, because um, it's gonna be from the like, Bronze team. So, <laughs> <laughs> from the Bronze squad, I feel like, hmm, I feel like, I feel like James Harden is gonna try to have a big game. Only be, and I only say that because you know he's been in it, and because he was like in MVP talks, but Houston isn't winning. So I feel like he's gonna try to show that like I'm still that guy. Um, so I feel like he's gonna try to like like if I feel like if he knocks down a couple threes early, he's gonna try to have like at least he's gonna try to keep especially he's got this streak of like having thirty point games or whatever. So I feel like he'll try to like show up. And I don't think he's never won an MVP, right? All star MVP. I don't think so. Um no. So yeah, I feel like I feel like 
James Harden would try to show out. I mean, LeBron doesn't need it. He's not, so he's not going to try to go for one. Like, uh, KD doesn't, he's never really tried to go for it. Like, it's certain players that try to go for, like, MVP, like, that year. Like, West, the, the year um, Westbrook wanted, he was going for it. Like, it yeah. was all over his face. Like, the year Kyrie wanted, Kyrie was going for it. Like, when Kobe is played, he was going for it. Um, has a, and I don't, has a, has a bench player ever won it? That's what I want to know. Has somebody coming off the bench? Uh, like, is it always a starter? I mean, they just play the most. So, I mean, unless the bench player king comes in. Like, if Clay came in and, like, it had a Clay-type moment where he was, like, had, like, 25 and a quarter and like, his, like, 15 minutes, maybe. But I just feel like the starters play the most. Like, the bench players come in for a few minutes here and there, but they usually don't make a big dent. Like, I'm looking at, like, even LeBron's bench. Like, LaMarcus Aldridge is going to come in. He's going to shoot his mid-range jumper a couple times, and that's going to be it. Cat is going to come in. He's going to shoot a couple times, and that's going to be it. Bradley Beal isn't going to do much. Well, Dane I was asking might... for, like, there's probably like, three people coming off the benches that I could see, like, maybe four. Okay, I could see AD, Anthony Davis could possibly go off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, he could go off just because, just off of the fact of everything that's happening with the yeah, not that's being traded like, and all that stuff, yeah. He that, could try to. He could try to I like could see, have a game. Yeah, I could see D Wade coming in and LeBron just feeding him heavily. D Wade coming in and going crazy for his last All Star game, but also the that same could goes be a with Dirk. I could see Dirk coming in and going crazy. I don't see Dirk doing it. Dirk is just old. He just <laughs> needs to stop. I don't see it. D Wade might have a little lot more energy left. Like he can move around um, a little bit better. Dirk is not moving that much. Paul um, George is. Qu- Paul George is quietly climbing. He's not a bench; he's a starter. But Paul George is quietly climbing that that MVP ladder quietly because he's been going. I, I looked at his stats; he's crazy this year. I didn't know he was doing that good this year, but he's yeah, having no, he's a quiet MVP season. He's so he I mean, might, he won't he get might, it just because Giannis has the has the the Bucks with the top seed in the East right now. Yeah. So unless know, unless yeah, unless OKC does something drastic and moves up so far, but. Yeah, like Paul yeah. George is very having a very, very, very solid season. So if he wants to like maybe put more spotlight on himself, because like Russ could, wins yeah, triple doubles, get the spotlight, you know, like that could help him like catapult him more into the spotlight if he has a crazy MVP All Star game. Um, yeah. Of course, Kemba's gonna try to get it, but yeah, those are like my probably like top four to five like people I could see. Yeah, Dirk probably won't get it, but I could see Dirk trying yeah. to shoot a couple threes. My man, they gonna let him shoot too. They definitely gonna let Dirk shoot. Yo, he's going to just sit at half court. And he's not going to go one direction <laughs> too pick. far on either he's end. Yeah, he's going to just sit right at half court and then just wait. <laughs> my, man, he, my man don't got it. He don't got it like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it should be a I good want, game. I'm excited. For I, want, I want D'Angelo Russell to go off just because, like, ice in his veins, yo. That's my guy, yo. I'm so happy no, he's come I mean, a long I, way. He's come yeah, a long he way. he really has. I'm happy he's, he's, he's made it. I don't think he'll get featured a lot, but I feel like, you know, I feel like he'll, he'll try to get his. His his couple shots, but you know, players like that, you know, like, there's no guarantee that they'll ever be in another All Star game, honestly. Yeah. So it's like just good to see like a player like him just like make an All Star team and be like out of like that whole Lakers class, whether when it was him, Julius Randle, even with with Lonzo and all of the Kuzma and all of them, and for him to be the first one to be and be an All Star because he's only in his he's only a year before he only have an extra year. So in his third, yeah. his third year. Yeah, and it's third year to be an all star coming coming from there. So I feel like that's that's dope. So yeah. It's cool. Um I don't really have nothing else. I feel like, you know, we saved the sports for the end. 
Yeah, they, um, I mean, they had like, did you see like the, they had like new emojis coming out. Did you see those? Like, they're, they're people making a big deal out of those. It was people nothing big. A, yeah, they always make a big deal out of emojis. Like, there's no big deal. <laughs> no nine, big deal. You don't use, most, most people use, out of all the emojis, people had stayed, you know how like Apple, you got just like your recently, they recently use emojis. Yeah. Most people don't come out of that. That slot, like that that section there, the most recently used, and it's like all. Yeah, of them. that's true. Most people don't use all of them other ones. You stick to what you, you know. You stick to the, the ones that you use on a regular basis, and that's what you use. Yeah, people are making a big deal out of like. There's two that people are making the biggest fuss off of, and it's one is like I guess it's considered the period emoji. Um, like when a girl's like, on her period. Okay, <laughs> well I won't be using that one. So. Yeah, so <laughs> it's. It's a it's it's a it's a drop of blood, but it looks like a different type of drop of blood. Like I'll I'll send it to you. It, it looks mm-hmm. I mean it it looks like a drop of blood to be quite honest. But apparently it's called the period emoji, and I guess girls are like so excited they want a tampon emoji now. Women are raving about a tampon. They want a tampon. For what? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Yo, the, like. <laughs> I don't know when you even use that. Like, I'm not a female. Like, so, what's but, like, saying? The only like, thing, the only thing yeah, I, I don't know. Like, do f- like, if you're on your way home, like, babe, the ending from the store, and she's like, hey, like, she just sends the emoji. She just sends like, the tampon emoji. Yeah. <laughs> like, could you pick yeah, these like, up? Yeah, like, that's the only thing I remember. It's either that or it's like, you know, it's one of those nights where I'm like, yo, let's get it in. And she sends me, like, that period. So I'm like, okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> See you in a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, other than that, I, I don't know. I, 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 think, I think I got a flight to LA this week anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, at, I'm out of town. So why don't you just, uh, we'll, we'll try to get that. that See you in seven one, days. <laughs> there's that one. And then there's like, um, like when something's small, how you like pinch your thumb and your index oh, finger. Oh, yeah, like I did that. see that. I did see and that. I guess guys are mad about that. Yeah, girls definitely <laughs> about to they, be sending that. They about to yeah, be sending right. that to their friends in the group chat. Like, girl, how oh. was he? And then she just gonna send, they just gonna send that. The guys about to be in a bunch of group chats getting played with, with the emoji. For sure. Like, <laughs> that's gonna be in a lot of girls' recents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like, gonna oh, jump yeah. in a recent heavy. Matter of fact, let me check, let me check mine, check, check Courtney's. Let me see. See what she's talking about. <laughs> oh, she's, she's, grab, grab a phone. What's her recent? Yeah. What's her recent? Yeah. yeah. What's, your, what's your recent emojis? Let's play a game. Let's see what your recent emojis are. <laughs> we should so, yeah. I'm going to start doing that. I'm, yo, we're going to do emoji checks from now on. All 2019. We're doing emoji checks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Random yeah. checks. Like, yeah, yeah. Just random like, checks. Like, screenshot like it a, right now. Right now. Yeah. Screenshot you know, your reason. Like, yeah, you're about to send a bunch of emojis to mad random people to try to change your reason. Yeah. <laughs> I need that. I need that now. Yeah, I need that data. I need that data. What's your recent emoji? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, on that, of course, they have like a thousand different like couples, you know, because everything's got to be gender neutral. So they have a bunch of those coming yeah, out. And everybody's inclusive now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just other stuff like that coming out. But those are like the two biggest ones. That like people were like talking about, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's yeah. really that's all I really got. Cool. So, another strong one, another strong one. Definitely, we're in a, we're in a groove. We're rolling. Yeah. Um. Cool. Dope. Well, as always, continue to listen. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe to the Two Friends Talking Podcast. We uh. Enjoy having our, you know, our weekly listeners then come in, share it with a 
friend, if we said something that you enjoy, definitely let us know. If we said something you didn't agree with, let us know still. We want to know. Um, and we will talk to y'all next week. As always, free, my guy. Stay up. Have a great week. And we you will too, be back. You as well. Yeah. Same time, same place next week. All right, y'all. All right.